You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gifts you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard. If you're new here, hello. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. The show is a show that brings you all sorts of different self-care tips, healing modalities, just things that you can try on, see what you like. And we also talk with, you know, everyday people that are just living it all out live time as well. Today is such a wild one. I'm so excited that you're listening. So i talked about this before and I'm often, you know, when I'm talking with other healers, astrology, astrologers, people that work in this space, we talk a lot about dreams, right? Like there's this connection between the moon sign and our dreams. And I'm often told, start a dream journal, right? Like do, you know, write down what you see in your dreams right right away when you wake up in the morning. And I have Jupiter. My Jupiter's in Pisces in the 12th house. So astrology buffs out there, if you know a lot about this, you know that this is a really great placement for someone who is really in touch with the spiritual world, who wants to explore consciousness. Me, basically. But I cannot make anything out of my dreams. Even when I tried dream journaling, I just, I feel like I'm not consistent enough to actually pick anything out. But today we have an amazing guest who's going to help us big time in this area. I don't know. Are you guys having wild dreams too? I feel like I've been hearing that from friends just even the last year. Maybe we're just paying attention more. I don't know. But this episode, it's a great one for dreams. So Holly Emerson is a dream oracle and she helps others manifest their goals and their desires by dreaming for them. <laughs> so cool. So While she's asleep in the dream world, she receives answers to her clients' questions, she gains guidance, and finds, you know, just their subconscious blocks. We talk about blocks a lot. She finds them for them in the dream world, and then she helps them remove those blocks and really live that more aligned life, flow, abundance, joy, all these things that can come in when we find our subconscious blocks. I'm so glad I found her because I really wanted to get some insight into the dream world. And something that really resonated with me um, when Holly and I were chatting was that she doesn't get to know her clients at all. Like she doesn't want to know anything about them so that when she dreams for them, she has a completely blank slate. So cool. She was also such just like a kind human to connect with. So many times I meet guests, you know, on the internet and I'm like, can we be best friends, please? (laughs) Oh yeah, COVID isolation here. Here we are. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Thank you for being here each week. I'm so grateful. If you haven't already, consider giving this show a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. 
write a little love note if you'd like. It means so much and really goes a long way. We're actually, we're so close to 100 reviews. So if you have literally like two seconds, hit those five stars. That gets us one review closer. And a huge thank you to our show sponsor, Freddy. Focus by Freddy is a supplement that I take to stay really sharp, full of energy throughout the day. And I really love it. I'm so grateful to have them as a partner of the show. Okay, pals, let's hop to the episode with Dream Oracle, Holly Emerson. All right, everybody, we are sitting down today with Holly Emerson, a dream oracle, a dream for me to finally have found her because I need help with my dreams. And I want to people to understand that like dreams are really powerful. So we have the perfect, perfect person to tell us about it. Welcome, Holly. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored to be here. I'm excited. I am so curious. How did you figure this out? How did you learn that you had this amazing gift of really like seeking out dreams, interpreting them for yourself and for other people? Yeah. So essentially how my primary gift works is I actually connect with spirit through the dream world and I dream for other people. So like a dream oracle reading, somebody will come to me with a question and I take that question, I go into the dream world and I connect with their soul, their spirit guides and get the answers to their question. And then when I wake up, we set up like a one-on-one call to, you know, then share the messages. Um, But yeah, I didn't even know that this was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for like my entire life. Right. <laughs> and um, it really, everything really awoken in me when I went to Egypt um, mm-hmm. several years ago. I went on a sacred site tour with my teacher, my spiritual teacher, and everything like just, it was literally like something unlocked in me and dreams started showing up in a different way. I was able to move through dreams in a different way. And um, yeah, long story short, it was it was that trip that really awoken the dream oracle in me. Mm-hmm. And I started to notice collective themes and messages in my dreams. So I just started sharing them on social media. And I call them dream oracle messages. And then my husband's mom, my mother-in-law, she contacted me one day and was like, hey, do you think that you could dream for me and get an answer for me? And I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea. Let me try. And so I tried and I got answers. And I started talking to my teacher about this, the one I went to Egypt with, because she's the type of teacher who will like lead me down and guide me, but she doesn't like give me all the answers. She never said, hey, Holly, you're a dream oracle. And that's why. I do these certain things with you. And so um, she started, she was just like, yay, I'm so happy you finally discovered this. Now we can start like doing training in like this different way. And and, um, so I just started practicing with more people doing more dream oracle readings. And it just grew from there. And now I have a school where I teach other people to connect with their dreams more. And then if they feel like they're a dream oracle, then I can um, help awaken that within them as well. Wow. This is, so, who knew? Like you said, I didn't know. I had no <laughs> know. idea this was like a modality that you could do and that you that this could be a gift. Okay, first, first question. Is it exhausting? Like, can you get restful sleep if you're dreaming for other people? I do. Um, I find that I do need boundaries around my dreaming. 
So I'll only work on other people or do collective dreaming on like Monday to Thursday night kind of thing. Hmm. And then Friday, Saturday, and sometimes Sunday, then I just kind of dream for me (laughs) or just sleep. Um, So essentially, no, it's not. When I first started, it was a bit more because it was like exercising a new muscle, so -hmm, to speak. mm -hmm. Uh, But no, no, I do. I'm a good sleeper. I get a lot of sleep. What's your sun or what's your like your sun moon rising? I'm curious. <laughs> I am a Capricorn oh, um, sun. My moon is Aquarius and Libra rising. <gasps> Capricorn, you're inspiring me because I have so much Capricorn in my chart, which to me sometimes feels like such a heavy load to have with spiritual gifts and watching like what you can do with Capricorn sun. Girl, we can all do this, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. How do you, okay. So you're going to go in, you're going to dream for me tonight. What is it? How do you, how do you do that? Like, how do you set the mood? So they're like, okay, I want to dream for Ashley to get answers or maybe not. Maybe it's just see something. How does that all work? Um, I work very much intention-based and also just the way that I can navigate through the dream world. I can essentially like find you for lack of a better word or terminology and connect with you in the dream world. And so we all have our own personal dream language. And so basically my spirit guides know my dream language. We, we chat back and forth in the dream world. And so my guides will connect with your guides and your soul, get the information. And then my guides basically just give that to me through my dream language. So mm-hmm. this is why it is, it's, I always say that if um, we have the same dream, it can mean completely different things because we have a different dream language. So that's, that's essentially how it works when I'm dreaming for other people. It's like very much, I'm working with my guides, my guides are working with your guides and your soul. And that's how we all kind of connect. Okay. Do I give you questions in advance or something to get an answer yeah. to? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll chat beforehand or email. Usually it's done through email and we determine like where it is that you have questions or want guidance on. And then what I do is I set up the questions to be the most empowering for you and in alignment with your higher self. So there's certain questions that, you know, I just wouldn't go into the dream world for, um, you know, like, like, when am I going to meet my soulmate or who is my soulmate or things like that. It's more about like, what do you need to do to align and energetically um, shift your own vibration so you can call in that partner? You know, is there healing that you would need to do or, you know, something like that. So it's all about um, healing and uncovering blocks and barriers within oneself so they can align to create what it is that they, they truly desire. Mm hmm. Do you have to set up protection for yourself before you go into sleep? Like, do you do, do you use crystals or anything just to protect you from negative energies that might swoop in? You know, I feel like I'm pretty fortunate with my guides Mm -hmm. because my guides are an amazing team and they have protected me a lot. (laughs) And also the way that things have been set up in the dream world, like how I energetically move through, I typically don't go to places that are not where you want or not where I want to go. So in that sense, there's that protection. I don't typically use crystals. I love crystals. Like I'm holding a crystal now. 
Um, <laughs> so I do use them, but the primary protection is with my guides and how I've set it up in the dream world. Mm. The first time that I really experienced my guides, so I've done a lot of past life regression, um, which I find to be like, the way you're describing this was like, sounds so similar to those experiences, like dreams, but these are sort of like conscious, like half conscious images. But the first time that I met my guide, one of my guides who I've like always, his name is Tony. He's kind of awesome. Anyway, <laughs> when I, I love it, and I'm like that first experience, the, it was such an emotional, amazing feeling that like this overwhelming sense of love and protection that I couldn't, would never have imagined. And so I, I totally resonate that you're like, I trust them. I trust, I trust whatever it is that's protecting me right now. And I think that's like, that's real. I love that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I have been very fortunate that way. And even with the teacher that I work with, she's also been, you know, super helpful in protection as well. <laughs> Yeah. Like helping totally. me set that up in the dream world. So yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm curious. So now shifting a little bit out of you doing the work, you teach others to do the work. Um, what is it that we can interpret from our dreams? Like what, to me, my dreams are one, they're super repetitive. They're about only about high school. <laughs> I have only dreams about high school. I, and I don't even really care that much about high school, but apparently I do. But like, what can, what does this all mean? What do dreams mean? Well, there's so many different types of dreams that we have, you know, there's like the, the brain dumping dreams that help us process mm -hmm. what we can't process in our waking life. And that's from everything to like everything from um, all the ads that we're constantly bombarded with and messaging that we're constantly bombarded with to processing um, challenges in our waking life. We do all that in the dream world. Um, and then oftentimes, you know, we'll work through, for example, like relationship issues. You know, if you have challenges with relationships in, in a certain sense, you might go into the dream world and kind of work through that with your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind can process it before your conscious mind can't, mm -hmm. can. So in that sense, you know, we do dreams like that. And then there's there's prophetic dreaming, there's clairvoyant dreaming, there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of types of dreams that that we experience. And do we know what they are? Like, do we know which is which? You know, if you want to start uncovering which is which, it's something where you have to become really aware of your dreaming patterns, and what your dreams are like. And so it's important to keep a journal and write down not just like what happened in the dream, but what is like the vibration of the dream? What is the energy of the dream? Um, like the frequency, what are the feelings, emotions, like all these other like senses of the dream. It's not necessarily just like the literal and, and like what you're, you're seeing in the dream. It's like all these components of it that you need to tune into in order to understand what the dream means. You know, like you said, you dream a lot about high school, you know, chances are it has nothing to do with high school, but for some reason, that's just how your brain has set up your dreaming and your dream world mm -hmm. and how you experience the dream world. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm like thinking about like the energy of high school felt there's just this, like this weird 
I don't know how high school was for you, but for me, I just felt like a weirdo. I felt like a fish out of water all the time. (laughs) Like just didn't know what to do with my, like, I don't know, my weirdness. And I think now that's something that's like, I'm finally owning as an adult, but there's like these weird growing pains to it as well. So it's, I guess I'm not surprised that that's, I'm like going back there to that discomfort yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But it's about like how your dreams feel like now when you're in that setting of high school. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, like you can sort, you can seek out the vibration or the energy of the people you're dreaming for, right? Like that's, you're finding them. You're not necessarily like, you're not going to see me in this form. You're going to sort of like feel me out in that energy. Yes. Yeah, you know, it it shifts on the the different clients I have. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes when I'm dreaming for clients, I kind of become them in the dream, if that makes sense. Like I'm yeah. still me, but suddenly um like my emotions and how I'm perceiving things, it's like it's hard to kind of describe, but it's almost like I'm watching me be them, <laughs> but it's me in the dream. Yeah. It sounds very like split personality. But my dreams, um, like, for example, uh, there was one client I had, and she was asking about relationship stuff. And it was a it was a pretty toxic relationship. And my relationship with my husband is not toxic. Like we laugh all the time. We have so much fun. We never fight. And these dreams were very toxic relationship. And it was like my husband and we're fighting and it was just so unusual, but it was because I was dreaming for the client and I like become the client. So you dreamt about you and your husband being really toxic and you're like, no, that's not us. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't, but it's just, that's just how sometimes these, these, uh, these dreams are when I'm working with clients. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going, so you said you have a school, if I'm going to tap into this a little bit more, can you give me sort of a general overview of what you do to help individuals tap into this gift to practice? Yeah. So I teach people how to understand their own dream language. And I also teach them how to utilize the moon and the planets in this work. Um, because the moon is like our bestie when it comes to dreaming. (laughs) Our dreams are very influenced by the cycles of the moon as we are. And so therefore our dreams are too. And so I teach, um, I teach how to use like the lunar cycle and things to look for with, with that. And then, yeah, just teaching them their, their dream language and how to connect with spirit through the dream language. Okay. Through their dream language. So how does the moon play into all of this? Is it like super potent in full moons and different and new moons or like how do you attach that to yeah you know it all depends on each individual dreamer and their birth chart actually okay and I know you mentioned that you've got a very large base of followers who are interested in astrology and so they'll probably resonate with this but yeah it's very much tied to each dreamer's birth chart and so what um I would do is just track your dreams and track the cycles of the moon and um, where the moon is to start noticing your patterns because you might be a very strong dreamer on a new moon and then when the moon is full you don't you typically don't dream so it's really about um, uncovering what your own patterns are for yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah which is so true I feel like the moon is so personal 
there, you know, even just looking at our own cycles, I love to study the cycles within our bodies and how to, you know, when to rest, when to be really energized. And it is different for everybody. Um, and when we, when we watch it, when we study this, you can find out so much about yourself that make, yeah, I'm like, we can do this too. I find it yeah. hard to dream journal though. So like, if I don't remember my dreams to be able to write it down, how do you, what do you suggest for people that don't always remember? Okay. So I have just come across something new and it seems to work. I've literally got all my friends doing this. And most of my friends actually aren't dreamers. And my husband, actually, he is not a dreamer. Like he has like one dream every four months and he started doing this and he's literally had a dream every night for the last like three weeks. So (laughs) I know the big secret, um, I'll also share some other, other tips, but the big secret that seems to be working for my husband and my friends these days is vitamin B6. What? Really? I know. I know. I don't know what it is. Apparently it does something with like how your brain can fire these memories. I have no idea. I heard it through somebody else and I was like, well, clearly I need to experiment with this. So I gave them to my husband and he's been dreaming and I gave them to my friends and they've all been messaging me. That's amazing. Okay. I'm going to talk to my functional medicine doctor about this. Cause she'd be down, down to explore. Like what I mean, I bet she'd yeah. have like, the science behind it. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I don't know the science behind it. So if you find out, please let me know. I will let you, I, you know, I'm going to try this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course I'm not, um, you know, people should need, should talk to like a talk to your doctor, a, please talk to your doctor. All right, friends, let's talk about energy. As an entrepreneur, as a yoga teacher, a mom, all the things, which I know all of you are too, it's so critical that that we have enough energy and focus throughout the day. And it's taken me a while to get into a groove with this, but something that has helped me so much is a supplement called Focus by Freddie. One of the co-founders of Freddie, Chelsea Glazer, was actually on a past episode of the show talking all about this. So Focus by Freddie, it's, it's a nootropic, which is kind of a fancy way of saying something that helps improve brain function with memory and motivation. And that being said, I'm pretty particular about what I put into my body, so it was extra critical that this nootropic be completely natural. And Focus by Freddie totally is. The all-natural daily morning supplement helps you feel sharp, collected, and energized all day. If you're curious what's in it, there's L-theanine to help with cognitive function and mood, lion's mane, which is an adaptogenic mushroom that assists with learning and memory, ashwagandha to help alleviate stress, bacopa leaf for recall, and just a little bit of green coffee bean for natural energy. I love it so much, everybody. So Focus by Freddie actually completely sold out over the holidays because they're so awesome. (laughs) But good news, they're coming back in stock next week, and I've got a discount for you. Head on over to wearefreddie.com, grab your Focus by Freddie, and use code YOGAMAGIC for 15% off of your purchase. And if you move quickly and you pre-order while they're still restocking, you can stack this discount on with the 20% off in place already. So major discounts, everybody. Again, head over to wearefreddy, that's F-R-E-D-I dot com, and use code YOGAMAGIC for 15% off your order. So that is one thing. Another thing that I say for remembering dreams is that it's like a muscle and it is something that you need to work out and you need to practice because it's literally learning to pull from one part of our mind to another part, like the unconscious subconscious to the conscious. And so 
One thing that helps is um, a sleep timer mm-hmm. in the morning. If you if you use an alarm, um, I don't recommend alarms, but if you do, because most people have alarms, um, use the sleep timer. And like when you, it's it's like this thing that happens because you're still kind of in that deep state of sleep and you hit the timer and then you fall back into either the dream that you were just dreaming or a new dream. And then when you wake up, you'll, you'll start to notice like, okay, you just start to pull the dreams back into this consciousness. So that's like how you can start practicing working that muscle. Another thing that you can do is if you're not using an alarm um, and when you wake up, recall your dream immediately. Like don't think about anything else. Don't move. This is a key too. is just like stay in the same position. Don't move. And just literally just like pull it all, like replay all the bits that you remember and pull it into your conscious mind. And then um, if you can have your journal next to you, journal it. I have a voice recorder on my Mm -hmm. Apple Watch. So I literally just like lay in bed and I like talk into my Apple Watch and I record my dreams that way. And then I put it in the journal afterwards. So those are kind of the top tips that I would say to try and remember your dreams. The, oh, say, will you explain the timer one more time for the, if you, if you set an alarm, so say my alarm goes off and I want to snooze a little bit more. I want to go back and I'm going to hop back into that dream. How does the timer work? It's just because it, it just, it, you're still in that like dream space. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still groggy. You're not fully awake. You hit the timer and you basically go back into another dream. Okay. Okay. So that's okay happens. to yeah. do. If you have an alarm, Mm-hmm. Okay, like almost maybe like plan to build in a little bit of of snooze time. Yeah, because I have noticed yeah. too that I those dreams they're like closer to consciousness. Those like yeah. snoozer dreams. Exactly. Um, okay. I exactly. Love the morning time and and like that's often when I work with clients to build like manifestation or self care into their routine. I'm always like that morning time, like right when you wake up, is it's straight up magic. It's it's you're still like in that subconscious world, and that's why things like our phones are just so hard on our the rest of our day is when you're in this like transitional time. But I love this idea of just like, maybe it's a voice memo. I can only imagine what my partner would think of me in the morning if I was like <laughs> revisiting my dreams about high school. <laughs> I know. I, I totally get it. Cause I like whisper into my watch and I'm like, I hope my husband doesn't hear me. <laughs> you know what? They know, they knew what they were getting into, right? Like, yeah. Like- no, it's not. I mean, I end up telling him my dreams anyway. And he's always like, wow, there's a lot going on on your side of the bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is your husband like, is he into this stuff too? Or is he totally different than you? Um, he is into it, but he is very different than me. Yeah. Like I said, you know, before he, he hasn't been a dreamer. Yeah. So now that he's starting to dream, it's like a new thing for him. Um, but he's very much into spirituality. He's into the course of miracles. And- <gasps> all this kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting my husband into all of this too, like like (laughs) throwing him under the bus, but it's, I mean, it's pretty great. It's awesome. It is. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what else. Okay. So we talked a little bit about the birth chart and the moon. So what is it that, what is the flavor of the birth chart that makes dreams maybe more potent or more visual or these gifts stronger? Is there something that you look to in the birth chart? You know, the first thing that I would look to that's easy for people to kind of begin implementing is where was the moon when you were born? And these are 
Um, one lady that I've learned some dreaming stuff from, her name is Connie Kaplan. She talks about this and um, I found it to, to work for me when I look at the cycle. So I was born at a new moon. And so see what patterns you have like under the moon that you were born and you'll start to notice patterns. And then also, cause those are kind of considered like your power days. Yep. So each month you'll have that power day. And then once a year when the moon is, like when it was exactly when you were born or like close to that's like your, your annual kind of power day. So I would look at those. Mm -hmm. um, and then also just, like I said, the cycles, but there's, there's a lot to your chart that like when the moon is aspecting different planets, right. Depending on how it is with your chart, it can influence in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I don't always think to look to the the cycle of the moon um, when looking at a birth chart, right? It's like, oh, I'll look at the sign. I'm a Capricorn moon. I see mountains like in my dreams, which makes total sense as Capricorn moon. But I was also born on a full moon. You're a new moon baby. I was a full moon baby. And I can use that to my advantage. Okay, cool. Love that tip. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes you'll find that um, like often for me, my power days I like my guides take me into healing or they take me into deeper realms. So oftentimes on these power days, I won't um, have vivid, vivid memory. Like I will know that I was receiving like healing or a deep teaching, but it's not like a message. Mm. If that makes sense. So that's like my pattern with my power days, your pattern with your power days, it might be totally different where maybe you will have like prophetic dreams on your power day. Like dreaming is so unique to each individual dreamer. It's amazing. So what I would do is I would just start tracking and uncovering what your patterns are and base them off, off the moon. Mm -hmm. So when it's a prophetic dream and really the only way, like I might be able to figure this out is by journaling, right? Like writing down what my dreams are and then ultimately seeing those patterns and then watching if they actually come to fruition. Would that be how it works? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a lot of time and energy, but like, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But like a great self-study. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I bet it's insane. I would love to read it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all digital now. So. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure there are people, there will be people who want to work with you. How do they work with you? Like, what does that look like? What I, I really want to get into just like some of the details of like, how would someone know if they want to get a message through a dream oracle? Well, okay. So how my readings are different than say like a tarot or a clairvoyant reading is I really focus on connecting with the client's subconscious. So it's really about uncovering blocks and barriers that are standing in their way that they might not even know what it's about. Um, and so if they have an area of their life that they have challenges in, and they really want to know how to overcome it, and they're really prepared to do some inner work, um, because typically what my readings will point out are areas that need to be healed, shadow work that needs to be done, um, things of that nature. So they can be um, very like direct and to the point. So 
you know, people often go to a reading, let's take a tree, for example, I've been using this tree analogy a lot. But it's like, if it's an apple tree, and you've got rotten fruit on it, people are like, why is this? Why is this apple rotting? How do I make this apple not rot? And they're focused on like, the apple. But what, what the, the root of the problem is, is the root of the tree. Mm. So it's like healing the roots. So essentially, my readings will like go to the root of the problem and uncover what needs to be taken care of in order to have the results that you want on the apple tree, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so to speak. And so my readings are really good. Yeah, if if I'm actually really good at relationship type readings, that's sort of like my forte is relationships of all kinds, whether it's um, family members, whether it's loved ones or finding loved ones, um, like a soulmate type thing things of that nature. I'm really, Mm. I'm really good at those. And I think it's probably because I was such a hot mess (laughs) back in the day. (laughs) And it was very much a big part of my healing journey. And so, yeah, I think that's why spirit did that (laughs) for me. I love that. Yeah. Spirit Mm -hmm. will help you out. This is, and now you can help others. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple different options for dream oracle readings. There's a one question dream oracle reading. Um, and then there's also a month long experience that I do with, with the other package. And I will dream for several nights for that month long one, and uncover what the blocks and barriers are. And I also do um, like energetic healing and working with them in the dream world, on their subconscious spaces to help them make the shifts in their waking life. Mm. And that's a 30 day experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then how long, I mean, like when you're, say you, say you do a one question session, does that person then sort of work on the blocks, do the, the reprogramming or, um, they have some work to do after, right? Some homework. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same for the, the month long one Mm -hmm. as well. The one question reading is much shorter. It's just like a simple, you know, this is the answer. And, um, then, then that individual needs to take action on their own mm-hmm. to make the shifts in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like good testimonials or any stories of like things that have really shifted people's lives? I didn't, I didn't tee you up for this. So it's okay if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I do. I mean, there's been ones with like a mother and her son, she wanted to understand why her son was so mean to her and why she like had all these challenges with her son. And I was able to pinpoint um, like the root cause from her childhood. And then also how her relationship with her current partner, like perpetuates this programming of belief that she's playing out and her son is picking up on. And that was, so that was, that was interesting um, because um, with most of my clients, like I prefer not to know them. Like I don't, Mm. before I dream for them, I don't even talk to them. It's all done through email. And I like to know like as little as possible. It just takes me out of the equation. So there was that I did another one where my client, she had this recurring dream for seven years. And it, it was so intense that she would like, so it was of her ex. And she's like moved on. She's happy. And like, she doesn't think of her ex, but she like for seven years, she's had this dream and she 
been seeing different people, like different readers to try and understand like, why does, why do I keep having this dream? I don't want to have this dream. And, um, and so I actually dreamed for her and went in to find out why she was having these dreams and how she can shift from not having them or to not having them. And it actually had nothing to do with her ex. This is why I was saying, you know, you dream of high school, it could have nothing to do with high school. It had actually nothing to do with, with her ex at all. And so that was like a big weight lifted off her shoulder and it gave her direction as to where she needs to focus on some healing. Mm-hmm. As we don't, <laughs> if we're, if it's like down there, right. If it's that subconscious, we've stuffed it down. How do we know? Yeah. 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 And oftentimes, you know, we're just looking in the wrong area, you know, right. because especially if you're looking at your dreams, um, like for me, if somebody, if somebody wants a dream interpreted, it's better for me to actually dream for them and find out why they had that dream than to interpret their dream. You know, unless got it, we talk and we dialogue around what this dream could mean because I do get intuitive hits and sometimes I get like visions when I'm talking to people about their dreams. So sometimes like it, it does work that way, but it's very much like a dialogue because we have to uncover why somebody put that symbol or that person in their dream to begin with. I've heard before that, that the people in our dreams are actually just us. Like everyone else in our dreams is just a a different version of us. Is that, do you find that to make sense? I think in some contexts, but in Mm -hmm. others, no, we're, we're connecting with all sorts of beings and others in the dream world. Mm -hmm. So this, this goes back to the different types of dreams that we have. And then the dream world itself is vast and infinite and there's many different dimensions and realms. So it also depends on where you're going in the dream world. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm like <laughs> geeking out. I wish <laughs> there, if this were on YouTube right now in my face, would just look like, uh, like what? Um, so into it. Love it. I'm so glad that you could be on the show to talk about this hotly. Cause I feel like it's just something that people are so curious. I get this question a lot. It's like, I tell them like dream journal, you'll learn a lot about your moon and you'll learn a lot about your subconscious and your emotional well-being. but it's like, but how, but how do we do it? And I feel like you've given some really good tips on this. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. I do have a free dream recall guide that people can download and um, it just has some journal prompts that they probably haven't considered before. So if you do have a journal and you want to dive more into it, then, you know, people can can grab that dream journal. I can give you the link for it. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll link it up in the show notes. Holly, will you tell everyone where they can find you, how they can book a session for you to dream for them? Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, come connect with me on Instagram. I am there at dream Oracle Holly. I'm also now on clubhouse and I'm hosting weekly, um, like dream chats and dream interpretation chats, um, on clubhouse and on clubhouse, I'm at dream Oracle. And then my website is just hollyemerson.com. My last name has two M's in it. And then, yeah, if you want that dream guide, the recall guide is just hollyemerson.com slash dream guide. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. This was awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I've, I've loved this conversation. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thank you to Holly for sharing all of your insight. I know that a lot of you listeners are going to be trying this on journaling 
paying attention to your dreams, let me know if you find anything, if you discover some patterns in your dreams, it'd be so wild to chat about it. Thanks to our partner, Focus by Freddie, and I will see you all next week. Have a great one.